Well, greetings, everybody. Good to be with you yet again on another episode of The Shakedown. I hope that as you guys are listening to these, you're getting some information uh, that is food for thought, a help to you, an encouragement to you. Maybe at times provides a little conviction or challenge to you, whichever the case may be. Um, But anyway, good to be back uh, with Miss Barbara Gould again uh, as we continue our talk about working with uh, generations. And uh, prior to uh, starting the recording, we had a conversation that we probably should have been recording uh, because it was brilliant, y'all. Just take my word for it. (laughs) Some brilliant stuff was said. Um, But uh, the, the point being... You know, we share an interest in the the psychological side of things, and talking about you know some research that uh, that I've been doing as far as looking at uh, personalities types, uh, person's love language, and then how they where they find satisfaction, where they find security, and and the correlation between those three. And the thing that I found fascinating from a professional perspective, um, because I've possibly potentially use some of my staff as research material. Um, <laughs> if there's any Morgan County folks listening, I disavow that we have this conversation. Um, but anyway, but uh, it has been interesting to me now that we've ta- started talking about this generational aspect to it, that looking back on some of the, the numbers as I pulled them and look at some of the research, how I've been thinking through some of that as we've been conversing mm-hmm. about, hey, wait a minute. That there is a generational component that I can see, um, you know, when I talk to whether it's family members, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, whether it's, you know, uh, my, my, my mom or, or whether it's one of my in-laws and, you know, whether or not I actually have them take a personality assessment. I'm performing said personality assessment in conversations. Right. Because, uh, you know, that's just the way we operate. Um as my wife says, you know, are you getting diagnostic with folks? I most definitely am. <laughs> definitely am getting diagnostic with folks. But anyway, when you think about the generational aspect of it, the thing that I, you know, that, that jumps out at me the most is, regardless of personality type, is what what they are looking for yes. to satisfy. Yes. You know, my parents are both educators. So, you know, growing up, education was paramount. Right. You get that diploma. You you get you have good grades so that right. uh, you go you go, you don't stop with high school. I mean, why why would you? You have to keep going. Right. And you know, regardless of you know, if you get a bachelor's, well, that's that's great. Congratulations. So, what are you taking for your master's? I mean, the the the, the drive right. to mm-hmm. the the constant gaining of information that learning mm-hmm. is a priority, and that's been a priority my entire life because. That was the way I was raised is that as long as you're learning, that's progress. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that, that's something that, you know, for me personally, that, that brings satisfaction. But you mentioned in our last episode, talking about people reading, you know, there's times I've, I've started conversations with folks and I'll be like, you really need to read this book. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I say the word book, book, the eyes glaze over and I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, this conversation just crashed and burned. But again... What is it that you find valuable? What is it that you find? What are you seeking for that satisfaction? Right. Um, and I'm interested, that, you know, here as far as, you know, as you've researched this, is there a clear distinction, a measurable distinction when you look at generational as to what people are looking for for that satisfaction? Yes, there is. Absolutely. And a lot of it is based off of that Maslow's hierarchy of mm-hmm. needs. 
Um, if nobody's familiar with that, I encourage you look it up. Oh yeah. Um, it'll give you just you know brief descriptions depending on where you go. But the bottom of the period or period pyramid is the physiological. Okay. Needs. Right. So you need air. You need water. Right. You need food. You need shelter. Clothing. Yes. Um, I think depending on the pyramid, sex is in there. Okay. Because, you know, if people think back, um, procreating meant that humans survived. Sure. Sure. You know, so that's all on the bottom rung. Then you go up to safety. Feeling safe um, in employment, you know, resources, having enough food. It's not, is there food? It's having enough food. Sure. That mindset has kind of changed a little bit. Family, good health is all in there. You go to love and belonging is kind of at the middle of the period or pyramid. I keep calling it period. Jeez, maybe it should be a circle instead of a pyramid. We are Um, changing it to now it's a circle. Yes, it's a circle. Um, But that's your friendships. That's your family. Um, You know, that's who you love. That that fits in that middle pyramid. And then we move up to esteem. Mm. So we've met all these other needs. We have food, we have water, we have shelter, we have love, we have family, um, we have good employment. So now we move up to self-esteem. What do we need in, in self-esteem? Do we need confidence? Do we need to be acknowledged when we achieve something? Right. Like that's where that falls in. And the very top is self-actualization. So we're not seeking that attaboy from other people. We're looking for that self-fulfillment. I got Right. So that's at the very top of the pyramid. And if you look at the generations, and we'll just start with boomers, like the boomers are still at the bottom. Mm. They're still at the bottom. They're still making sure those physiological needs are being met, you know, the food, the water, right. the shelter. Um, and they and they kind of progress over into that safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, us Generation Xers, we're... We don't worry about that bottom rung of the pyramid. We've already moved up to safety. Right. You know, and then we're going to love and belonging. Right. So now we're looking at relationships. And you can see that in different things throughout our generation. Look at the TV shows. Oh, sure. us Generation Xers that were out there. You know, I think of like Moonlighting, you know. Sorry that might touch a nerve with some people. Yes, that's making us old. Um (laughs) But MTV, and mm-hmm. when MTV first came out with the very first The Real World. Yes. You know, and they put all these people in and relationships and dynamics. Like, that was new. That was crazy. Nowadays, there are a ton of different reality shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all sorts of different demographics. And so it's changed. Um so and then you move on to Generation Y or your millennials, and they're smack dab in the middle of the pyramid. Like, they don't worry about family and relationships. They've been loved by their family right. all along. There's never been any up and downs and all that. So, you know, they're right in the middle, and they're moving into self-esteem. They, they want those kudos from people. They want right. those attaboys. Uh, was there's a study out there, 60% of millennials want to hear from a first-line supervisor or above every day. They want confirmation that they're doing a good job. Okay. So you look at that if you're if you're a leader or you're thinking about promoting. Sure. You know, okay, I'm going to have these people under me. And millennials is quickly becoming the biggest workforce right. out there. Right. And this doesn't apply, qualifier, this doesn't apply to everybody. And I right. get it. This right. is this is generational yes. generalizing. 
Um, but these people want attaboys all the time. They want to be told every day they're doing a good job. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I started, I had some crusty supervision that was a little old and probably should have retired a couple decades before they did. Uh, but they would basically <laughs> come on, and some of them I was lucky if I got a grunt. Y- yes. Like they were there to sign sign my book to prove that they were there. And unless there was somebody on fire, like they didn't want to hear about it. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, no. You know, and then it kind of progressed, and I have a supervisor that would come on and be like, hey, how's it going? Everything doing going okay today. Okay, this is a little better. We got a little dialogue going. Well, now the younger generation, they want that supervisor to come in and ask how everything's going, but they also want to, you know, hear, hey, I did I did a good job for my supervisor. Right. This validates that I should keep doing what I'm doing. Yes. So now the young ones, Mm -hmm. and they're young, they're 18 to 25. Mm -hmm. And you know, I had mentioned in the previous podcast that, you know, we're kind of parenting them a little step. Sure. Um, if for no other reason than the human brain doesn't fully finish developing to around 25. Right. So when we're getting these young kids in, they're very impressionable. They're following what they see on social media. Right. You know, they need to hear from us and they're going to need that validation because they're at that self-esteem. They're looking for fulfillment, self-fulfillment. They're not that. And that's it. Right. They have all these other needs met their whole life. Yes. So now they want to be a part of something. They want to be included in something. They want to feel like they're doing something good. So we need to help them realize that. Yes. You know, get to that point. So, you know, it it is, again, not to sound like the old guy, um, (laughs) uh, you know, regardless of the the gray hair that is growing in leaps and bounds. Anyways, beside the point, um, by the way, just for the record, the inmates did not put it there. That is a confirmed fact. But when you think about if I want to be a successful leader, and hopefully there's nobody out there that is like, you know, I really don't care if I'm a successful leader. I'm the leader, and that's just what I mean, There may be some folks out there. Um, if there are some folks out there like that, retire. Um, but uh, that's my suggestion for what it's worth. Um, but anyway, it, you know, if, if I want to be successful as a leader, mm-hmm. it I hate to use word I hate to use the word pays me, but it, it benefits me. Yes. To understand what it is that that individual that I'm responsible for, this employee, mm-hmm. what they are looking for, what they're, yes. you know, I think I use the illustration, you know, my wife is a plant fanatic. She loves plants. I probably couldn't name more than three plants if you took trees out of the list. Um, you know, I don't know a thing about them. You know, and in the, in the years that we've been married, I've spent lots of money on plants that I couldn't tell you what it was. It was of no value necessarily to me directly. I couldn't care less about this plant. Right. I mean, in my mind, there's three kinds of plants. There's the kinds you eat. Yes. There's the kinds, the kind you mow, uh, you mow completely down. Uh, and then there are those you don't mow down. Not sure why, but they're marked, so you go around them. Um, my <laughs> point being, I know she enjoys it. Yeah. And that's a connection point. Yes. So I, I connect with her there. Right. Well, not that I'm buying my employees flowers, um, but the point being, what is their connection point? Right. You yeah. know, for some of those, if you have someone that maybe they're a little older, I show up at their workplace and I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, have anything going on? What's this, that? And I'm asking these questions. They're annoyed. Right. Why are you here asking me questions? Is there right. a problem? Right. Right. Why are you bothering me? I'm self-sufficient. I yes. don't need you here. Yes. Why are you here? Can you go? Yes. Yeah. 
But then the other one, if I just walk past and get a head nod, now they think I'm mad at him. Oh, yes. Am I in trouble? Why is he mad at me? Is there right. something wrong? He then didn't he... say anything. Yeah, yes. He just nodded. <laughs> and so in my mind, I made eye contact. We're good. Right. But there's friction there that yes. technically I caused simply because I didn't come at it with the right expectation, the right knowledge of what they were looking for right. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something that, you know, as a, as a, uh, when we look at supervisor uh, training, you know, you know, and, and bringing some of these young folks up as far as to be supervisors, it's interesting. Um, I've just noticed the, the fact that, you know, as a, when I got my first promotion as a frontline supervisor, as a corporal, I understood that, okay, I'm a supervisor. Right. But barely. Right. So that warden or that lieutenant, they really don't care what I think. I'm a corporal. Right. Hush. You right. sit over there and do your job. Right. But, you know, again, you have someone that's newly promoted. Mm-hmm. They are ready to just hear the ideas. Here is. Yeah. The, yeah. And it's, it's kind of funny to me because my, ex, my expectation is, why, why are you talking? You're, you're, you're a corporal. Why, why are you conversing? But right. when it comes to how I'm going to interact with the people they're responsible for, Often they have a better understanding of how to connect with those people. Yes. Than I do. Right. So giving them a proverbial seat at the table. Yeah. As far as that motivation, retention. Yes. Um, all those type things. Yeah. They're probably going to be a lot better at it than I am just mm-hmm. because of the generational understanding. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a lot, I tell a lot of supervisors as, as they're new, um, when you do a round, at least once a day when mm-hmm. you're on one of your rounds, talk to somebody you haven't really talked to before. Sure. Find those values. Find the connection, not just between you and them, but between them and the agency. Find mm. what they find important. Because um, like you said, it plants mean nothing to you, right. but it does to your significant other, to right. your wife. Yes. So therefore, you are going to invest some time mm-hmm. in talking to her about them or asking her about them because you know that's what she likes. Right. And it's no different. Um, everybody, regardless of generation, wants to feel valued and respected. Right. It's just how we go about making them feel that way. Sure. Because as a leader, that is your responsibility. Right. It, right. it, it is. Times have changed. The, the autocratic way is no more. Yes. Like you don't get respect through fear anymore. Right. You get hatred and losing staff through fear. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. Right. So, yeah, it's really understanding what motivates people is the bottom line. Awesome. Well, guys, that is uh, uh, we've got time for today. But I will tell you, uh, as I said last time, if you are in a position of leadership, uh, something definitely to consider. Um, and I will tell you, uh, as you, as you do some digging into this, you will find there's not a whole lot of research out there. Um, but, but, uh, it is there to be found. Um, so do some digging. Uh, you know, if, if you want to be an effective leader, it means you're going to have to be a student for the entire time that you are uh, in a position of leadership, uh, to make sure that we stay sharp, we stay ahead of the game, uh, to know, how do we inspire these people uh, to follow us, to, to follow the vision of the agency or the department, um, and to 
keep corrections, not just a viable career choice, but a uh, something to be proud of, uh, something to pursue and do very well. Um, well, guys, I appreciate you uh, being with us on this this episode. I appreciate uh, Miss Barbara being with us for these for these uh, four episodes and giving us some phenomenal information. Um, as always, guys, if you got any questions, uh, you can comment on uh, when you look at YouTube at the Shakedown Podcast. You can comment on the episode if you've got questions or uh, whatever the case may be. You can email us at the Shakedown at jailtraining.org. Um, but uh, so if you've got anything you want to discuss, questions asked, shoot shoot those to us. Uh, in the meantime, you know, tell some folks that uh, you know that may not be exposed to this. Tell them about it, and hopefully we can be an encouragement to them. But as always, guys, stay sharp, stay safe, stay vigilant. Godspeed.